Good evening. Today is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. This is Troy Shelby, and you're listening to The Rant Reloaded. Today, folks, I'm going to have to ask for a little bit of leeway, as I can guarantee I'm going to be going off on a tadney, because right now I'm really pissed off. And I haven't done this since the early days of the show, but as I said, today's political and world situation has me pissed off and frustrated beyond rational speaking, and I've quite frankly had enough. So I'm just going to unload and release the pressure valve, so to speak. So again, please bear with me as I cover tonight's show. Okay, so apparently Juicy Smollett, uh, for those of you who don't remember who he is, he back uh, in 2020 or 2021, he pulled a hoax claiming that white, that white racist MAGA hat wearing individuals accosted him, tied a noose around his neck and poured bleach all over him. Well, it was found out to be a, a hoax, and he was sentenced to 150 days in jail. Okay, well, unfortunately, somehow, he has managed to get released from jail after serving less than a week of his 150-day sentence. The hoaxer is out on the streets again, and the reason why? Well, according to reports, Mullet's lawyers filed an appeal, and because his sentence would be over before the appeal could be heard, they went ahead and let him out. Quite frankly, I think the man should have gotten a lot more than a hundred, little 150-day slap on the wrist for his hoax. And let's be honest, the hoax was meant for nothing more than to add fuel to the race wars of 2020. And had anyone else who had not been a famous actor that has apparently endeared themselves to the left, he would have certainly faced more jail time than he was given. And what about these so-called threats that he and the family allegedly received after his sentencing? Uh, is anyone out there actually believing that this is anything more than just another hoax orchestrated by Smollett or one of his family members? You see, Juicy, one of once you are exposed for attempting to pull a hoax of this magnitude... Nobody believes a thing you say anymore. But nonetheless, the appellant court has released him pending a new trial in the Court of Appeals. Now, we all know he's guilty. The evidence is uncontroversial or uncontroversable, uh, stemming from his co-conspirators' confessions to the check that he wrote to his co-conspirators. And to apparently in spite of the alleged violence of his attack, his subway sandwich seemed to escape unscathed. Boy, Juicy, you must really love Subway to protect your sandwich like that. Now, I'm poking a little bit of fun, but this is a serious matter in this nation. And wasting law enforcement resources has become common practice from this case to the case where Bubba Wallace claimed He was being targeted because someone put a noose in his garage. Well, it turned out it wasn't a noose. 
It was simply the pull rope for opening and closing the garage door. And, of course, left goes out of their way, tripping over themselves in order to support these people vehemently. Only for it to be later exposed as a hoax. And, yes, the left continues to coddle them and protect them. As a matter of fact, many leftist organizations are still hailing Smollett as a hero, even though the hoax has been exposed, because he is, quote, bringing light to a problem of racism in this country, unquote. I'm calling bullshit. If the racism in this nation is as bad as the left wants us to and expects us to believe, don't you think they could find real examples instead of having to pull hoaxes and stunts like these? And frankly, it does more to harm their claims than it does good because less and less will actual hate crimes be given the attention that they deserve because the investigators will begin thinking, oh, this is just another hoax, and thusly the investigation gets tainted from the start. So explain to me how people like Smollett and Wallace are helping the cause of the left. How are they helping the cause of racial crime. Now, just a little food for thought on that one. In other news, according to reports, apparently in response to of U.S. sanctions against Russia for their invasion, there I said it, something that the mainstream media seems afraid to do, but I said it, it is an invasion. Anyhow, due to the sanctions against Russia for their invasion into Ukraine, Russia is demanding reparations from the United States. Why not? Everybody else is. But they're demanding reparations in the form of the United States literally surrendering the, te- surrendering the territories of Alaska and California to them. Now, I do have to give Biden credit and excuse me, just saying that phrase makes me want to puke in my mouth, but I do have to give him credit because he has finally called out Putin as a war criminal. But so what? What's the Biden administration actually going to do about it? They're going to make more empty threats or impose more meaningless sanctions with so many exceptions that the sanctions only exist on paper and in words. Truly, I'm actually worried about the citizens of these two states because I truly wonder if our current administration has the balls to tell Putin no. Can you imagine the threat to the rest of America and even Canada if Russia was given these two states? The, the, the concept is horrifying. Here's what it boils down to. Putin thought he was just going to roll into the Ukraine with little to no resistance, but his intelligence got it wrong. Instead, the people of Ukraine fought back with the ferocity of a bear protecting her cubs. And now Putin has to save face one way or the other because he's not succeeding in the Ukraine. It's dragging on a lot longer than his intelligence told him it would. And the former KGB member has designs to restore the so-called glory of the former Soviet Union. So to save face and at least appear to be taking action against the U.S., he demands Alaska and California territories from the U.S. under threat of war with the U.S. 
I'd like to say it's that he's just posturing, but in truth, between Biden's ineptitude and Harris making America look foolish every time she goes on a diplomatic mission, the world sees the United States not only as weak, but as a joke. Biden has turned the United States into the drunk uncle no one wants at the family reunion. So I think Putin actually, Putin, excuse me, actually believes we will just turn Alaska and California over to them. And as I said, I have to admit, I'm a little bit worried he might be right. After all, Biden has done nothing to ensure America's safety. He's done nothing to enforce our sovereignty, which is evident by his open border policies, which seem to have disappeared from mainstream media. Gee, I wonder why. Anyway, Biden is it. Biden, little message for you. It's either now or never. You need to quit pussyfooting around and actually do your damn job and uphold the oath that you swore to. To hell with your green energy climate change agenda. To hell with your so-called Sunshine Protection Act that just passed uh, the Senate. And I'll get into that in a minute. Our nation and this world sit on the precipice of a possible world war. And you have done nothing to reinforce America's energy and economical independence, nor to strengthen our military or our ability to defend this country. It's almost as if you want America to fail, even though it's currently your job to ensure that she doesn't. I'd say it's high time to quit playing the doddering old fool, but I don't think you're playing, Joe. So instead, I say it's high time to convene a convention of states and remove Biden, Harris, and Pelosi from office on the charge of no confidence. The mockery that the Democratic Party has made of this great nation on a worldwide stage has got to come to an end. We need a leader that not only exhibits strength, but that puts America as his or her top priority. Someone who is capable and willing to flex the might of our military as he makes it stronger. Someone who can restore the image of power on a worldwide stage that we once had, and mostly someone who will not make our nation look like weak fools. Biden, if you and your administration are not up to the task, then the entire party should step down and let those who can take your places or anyway, let those who, who can take your damn places because your ineptitude and your ignorance all in the name of your personal agenda has failed to protect this nation by any stretch of the imagination. Either man the fuck up or get the hell out of the way. Folks, please excuse my language, but as someone who served proudly in our military for a country that I love, and to see it crumble as a result of negligence and ineptitude not only makes me sick, it pisses me off. And I'm tired of seeing this country that I love deteriorate at the hands of the Biden regime. Yes, I'm calling it a regime, not an administration. Biden, right now, as I see it, the only real difference between your administration and Putin is that while Putin is apparently a madman, your administration is just plain incompetent. 
Other than that, you are almost exactly the same. Well, with the exception that apparently the Biden administration is also made up of a bunch of sniveling cowards. I don't think what Putin is doing is anywhere near right. He is a war criminal that has invaded a sovereign nation and committed numerous heinous acts of human rights violations. And if you don't make a stand, you are just as guilty for everything you allow that madman to do. Now, moving on. Again, I apologize. This is just a situation that has me infuriated. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Sunshine Protection Act that I mentioned earlier, it is a bill that passed the Senate earlier this week, making daylight savings time permanent as of spring 2023. Meaning no more turning clocks forward and backwards. And it's not so much a bad thing. As a matter of fact, my sister is thrilled about it because she grew up in Arizona where they don't have the, the clock changes twice a year. And the time changes apparently bug her a little bit. So she's thrilled about this new act. But what does bug me is that while we sit on the verge of war, also facing an economical and energy crisis as well as a major immigration crisis, this is what our elected officials felt was important enough to take priority over everything else. And as this was passed with bipartisan support, this is both for Democratic leaders and Republican leaders. Have you all lost your damn minds? In the midst of all this crap, this is what you deem worthy of the pay you receive from taxpayer money. Well, I'm glad you finally found something to agree on. Seriously, the time of day is, uh, or how many, the time of day clocks changing is deemed more important than potential war, deemed more important than Americans being robbed at the gas pump, more important than a madman invading a sovereign nation and demanding that we surrender two states to him, and you deem the Sunshine Protection Act as a priority? Seriously, what the hell are you thinking? And what the hell are you people in Washington doing? And I, I mean, seriously. Uh, granted, this bill, this new bill probably didn't take up a whole lot of time, but there are more important things in this world that this country, not just the world, but this country itself is dealing with right now that should have taken priority over this bullshit Sunshine Protection Act. And folks, let all that sink in for a minute. I mean, am I wrong? Or does this indeed project a bigger problem in Washington than we initially thought? If you think I'm wrong or right, please leave a comment on our Facebook page. Yes, as I said, it was probably an easy task to accomplish that didn't take a lot of time. But it wasn't that important as the literal life and death situations that this nation now faces. And you're worried about sunshine and whether or not to eliminate biannual time changes. You're idiots. With all of this, is it any wonder that I'm pissed off? 
And America, you should be pissed off as well. But not only pissed off, we should be absolutely furious at the blatant misuse of taxpayer money that pays our senators' salaries, along with everything else that has happened both on the national and world stages. Anyway, I'm out of time for tonight, so I'm going to bid you all a good night. Don't forget to click on that engagement button, be it like, dislike, subscribe, follow, whatever on the platform that you're listening on. And feel free to leave comments on our Facebook page or email us at therantreloaded.com or excuse me, at contact at therantreloaded.com and tell us what you think. And remember, you can always catch us on Facebook, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on our website, therantreloaded.com. Now, we will return again on Saturday night with our Saturday night special. Until then, we bid you well, and we look forward to having you there with us. And, hey, if nothing else, you can tune in just to see if I've calmed down and regained my rational thought or not. Anyway, this is Troy Shelby with The Rant Reloaded, as always, saying, if today's political climate isn't pissing you off, then you're not paying attention. Thank you for listening, and good night.